Hello, beautiful humans. My name is Delali, and welcome back to this podcast, That Girl You Know. Today is episode one, first times. In this episode, we will talk about how women experience their first menstruation and how they experience it on their daily life. We have three amazing guests today. First, we have Celia, 23 years old, currently a data analyst engineer at AXA, originally from Benin Republic. She has been living in France for the last five years. Hello, Celia. How are you doing? Hello, Melissa. I'm doing great. What about you? I'm good. Thank you. We also have Akansha. She's also in her 20s and she's from India and has been living in Canada for the last four and a half years. Hey, Akansha. How are you doing today? Hi, Melissa. I'm good. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm good too. And finally, we have Belia. 22 years old, student in foreign languages and living in Paris. Hello, Belia. Thank you so much for coming today. How are you doing? I'm fine. And you? I'm good. Thank you. So thank you so much, ladies, for being here with me today. And I hope that you guys have a good time and get to share your experiences today. So I'm going to ask you a question to just start this thing a bit. Um, do you remember your first period? If yes, how did you discover it? Did you know what it was? I clearly remember my first period. I don't think I'll ever forget that. Um, I was in grade six. I think I was 12, 13 years old. And I had my exam that day. It was a morning slot somewhere around like eight to 11 or something. Um, so uh, because it, I, I remember it clearly because um, it was Saturday. And on Saturdays, we used to have a white colored school uniform, like a white t-shirt and a white skirt. Um, so I, I just like, I, I came back home around 11.30 after writing my exam. I was just talking to my mom that how my exam went and everything. And uh, she was just like putting the clothes in the washer. Mm -hmm. And she just suddenly stopped and I was like, oh, what happened? And then she was like, uh, she had this frightened and a surprising uh, look on her face. And, and and she just stopped and said like I think you got your first period uh, then I'm like uh, why because I think a few weeks ago I was having a chat with my mom where she was telling me like what a period is how do you feel in your period etc etc so for me as a 12 and 13 years old uh, kid it was a little frightening uh, and, and like a a little overwhelming so um then then she was like I, uh, and, and in my mind i was like i hope i did not get the stain on my on my skirt because uh she was just like i, I took a shower in the morning and she was just like putting the uh, uh yesterday's clothes and everything so i think i just got the stain in the morning and nothing happened while i was coming back and uh my, my uniform was good everything was good um and then i came home and yeah and and this is this is how i discovered it so um it was my mom who who told me uh how i got my how i got my period and yeah that, that that's my story okay thank you so um do you feel like the fact that your mom talked to you about it just like a few weeks or a few days before it started it started do you feel like it helped you or how do you feel about that um i think it was a it was a i mean in a way it 
it helped me um because i was mentally prepared for example if i would have come home or or if she i, I wouldn't have discovered it from her or I, let's say if i was in school and somebody else has had you know what you you have a stain on your skirt or something then then i would be like mentally prepared that okay this is what a period is and this is what i should be doing uh this is the person i should be reaching out to like a like a school admin or like some some girl in the school just to get the sanitary napkin or or anything so it wouldn't be like a it it wouldn't have come as a shock to me that time but uh, yeah um yeah so i think it it helped me the the chat with my mom a few weeks ago really really helped me in the uh, term of age i was also about 30 30 40 years old and i went to eat my my lunch at uh, home during lunch break mm-hmm. and when i got to pee i realized i had like dark spots as if i i had poo on myself mm-hmm. and i call my mom screaming like mom i poor myself and she explained to me that i was now a woman i knew what period was like well, what what period was but i didn't know it would look like this i thought it was like red and mine was brown so i was like thinking i, I had poor myself you know but she but i understood after that when you when your like your blood is aging maybe two years two hours after it get brown so it's not red so i understood it after i felt first happy because i used to be really sad about the fact that my period was taking so long to come but now i realize that 2 12 years old is fine or 13 years old is fine but before when i was comparing myself to other friends i realized that my period was taking long to come So uh, I used to be happy that day but after now I'm not happy anymore a <laughs> lot. Yeah, okay. Um I think it's actually interesting that uh you felt like it was late for you and then you started comparing yourself to um other uh, girls and everything. I think that's quite interesting that um, to understand that uh girls start their period at different ages and that's completely normal. So I'm glad that you actually like felt good about yourself at that point. And I feel like um from your story and from Akanksha's story like your mom's played some like big parts in your first period. Um so I'm going to ask if um Celia um how um uh, was the first period and just know if it was similar to our two previous ladies or was it different? Um I was approximately 11 years old mm-hmm. i think i was precocious and uh, for me i was sitting on the toilet and i just saw blood coming out i was scared because i didn't even know what it was and uh, i just cleaned myself and i flushed and run to my mother oh. and she was like very excited and she said oh my daughter is a woman now i was like okay <laughs> and uh, <laughs> she directly called my father and on his way home from from work he brought me some books on sexuality and told me that i could now get pregnant i was like okay <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that i was um that i was going to learn more from the books and so <laughs> watch me read everything uh, to understand what was happening in my body and i think that as the month went by i got used to it mm-hmm. and uh, i understood that i will deal with it 
Okay, this is interesting. So your in your story, your dad actually played a role too. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay, that's actually interesting, and I'm glad that you, uh, the three of you, have like different stories, but you kind of have similarities in your first periods. Um, Celia, do you like? Would you have preferred that that your first period went differently? Maybe something was uncomfortable for you, or you think it was just like um, the way it should have happened? Um, honestly, I do not feel particularly different at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was too young to realize how much this can affect my life, and I was just like, okay, I just got my period, and it's okay, like. And it's after I realized how much I would get stressed each time I won't get it. Stress <laughs> or anything dysfunctional too, or hormonal, whatever. I don't know, but I I don't feel like it was a bad experience at the first time. Okay, okay, that's interesting. But I wish I could have a deep conversation on it with my parents, mm-hmm. as they both of them are doctors, so. Uh, but I wonder if I would have I would have had the maturity to understand all that. So I don't know, but it feels okay. <laughs> okay, so you feel like since your parents are like professionals, you feel like they should have told you more about it. But at the same time, you feel like if they did, you wouldn't have understood maybe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. But I think I feel like if I understand what you're saying, it's like. It was not the best experience, but it's like that's okay. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. Um, okay, so what about you, Akansha? Do you think that it should have gone differently, or do you think the same as Celia? Like, um, it it's just what it is, and you got used to it. In terms of like preferring it differently, um, I don't think there would be. Uh, I would have preferred somebody else over my mother telling me that I got my first period. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I, I think in, in terms of like preferring it differently, I would rather prefer my mother telling me that I got my first periods uh, than somebody else. Yeah, uh, it's just because of the level of comfort and understanding I have with her, and I think uh, I I was a little. Overwhelmed when I got to know about it. So, so yeah, she comforted me. So uh, I don't think so. I would like to change uh, the experience of my first period in that way. I maybe want to change the scenario where like I'm not in school or writing my exam, but just like be at home yeah. and then telling me. Um, but yeah, apart from that, uh, I would have just kept it as is. Okay, okay, that's good to know. Um, you guys are, you girls are really, really resilient, and I appreciate that. And uh, what about you, Belia? Yes, I would, I would change something. I mean, the suffering that I get after it, because, I mean, like the first five minutes or ten minutes, I was like happy and all, but then I get to feel what it looks like, and I was like suffering. <laughs> so bad my first period i will always remember because i was remember i was at lunch time so 
I get to I get to sleep and I was screaming, crying, and my mom was like, you know, it's our it's only period. So don't think you know when you're gonna get pregnant, how it's gonna be. Now you just you are just uh, cr crying right now, but wait for when you get pregnant. And I was like, I don't want to get pregnant. It's I was suffering so bad, and I think I didn't get to school after that because I was just like in my bed suffering. <laughs> <laughs> so I want I would change this. I feel like a lot of women also would have liked to change it, not only for their first period, but for all the periods. Um, so why do you think people are so uncomfortable hearing about or talking about period in general? Um, I think um, that's that's a very good question, actually. And I think in, in my opinion, people are uncomfortable because um, there have not been enough conversations on this topic. It mm -hmm. has not normalized to the point where it has become a common knowledge yeah. you know the, igno the ignorance and the lack of knowledge then further fuels uh, the myths and stigma around periods uh, for example if you are on your periods which means you are bleeding and because of the lack of knowledge among people it leads to them saying oh so you are dirty or impure um, so there there is a need for the additional dialogue to educate other genders and make it more acceptable to talk about periods um, yeah <clears throat> you brought up the ignorance thing and that's actually true because i feel like um there's a huge lack of knowledge regarding menstruation and even the women don't know about it let alone the men but that um Bilia, do you want to add um what akansha just said why do you think people are so uncomfortable when it comes to periods um i would say from my own experience Usually I'm someone who really transparent about that. So when I get my periods, I'm like, on my, I am on, I'm on my periods and, you know, I don't hide it because I think it's normal. So like, it's natural, but most of the time, uh, it might be with men that I got like, those uncomfortable comments or things like that. But women, women tend to understand because I mean, they, they also share it, but men are more like i would say boys not men but boys are like comments about are you you you're like you're not human like how how could you bleed like that and be alive you know we have um classes about that about women's body and how it works and all but i think there is a lack like she said there's a lack of knowledge about this and it's my it might be the reason why uh, some people are uncomfortable about about that kind of subject and act like i would say ignorant people so yeah. um, honestly even me i'm uncomfortable talking about periods mm -hmm. i think that i feel uncomfortable talking about sex even poop like everything mm -hmm. about the private parts is delicate yeah. and i think that in africa we are prejudiced about sex so it doesn't leave much room for discussion and mm -hmm. when you have your period you have to hide your menstrual protection and put it away quickly like it creates a mystery and you are you don't feel uh confidence talking about it and not to mention that it creates also an additional means uh, to take care of, our, of one's genital part to mm -hmm. avoid infection and i think just imagine the mismatch that goes on in our private parts make us like and make us 
and others feel uncomfortable talking about it that that's my opinion that's really interesting that you kind of bring it to the fact that um uh, anything related to the private parts tend to be really like um, taboo we don't want to talk about it too much and i think this is really interesting honestly thank you so much ladies for your um input on this uh, on this question so i'm going to kind of follow up on what delia just said before about boys and men and everything and i'm just going to ask her first um so how do you think men um can kind of go through if i can say it like that like what role can they play in the menstrual experience according to you uh, maybe your brother your father your boyfriend or just a friend or just men in general how do you think um, they can kind of play a role in the menstrual experience i think uh they have to uh, make the move to get to know what is what is like and mm-hmm. what it represent for us women what can in what um they have to to do the periods and okay. that's not a way to to make the woman feel feel good about herself when you you talk you talk like this about something that is supposed to be natural you can say okay i think like you there is a way to to tell things and you can say like i don't want to get personally Uh, like sexual real sexual interaction but like i understand the way you feel and maybe if she got cramps like be around her support her like mm. feel make her feel loved even though she's in the way that she's in a situation that she she's not comfortable with you know okay okay that's interesting thank you so much um what about you celia honestly i just think that they should be listening to us and learning with us the needs of our body at each step because depending on the the part of your menstrual experience you can be like rude i think that they should just educate themselves on the subject girls too should talk about it without taboos and we can't blame them for not knowing about it because i think that even me i doubt very much that i know more about men's sexuality So I think we just we we have to discuss and not talk about it like it's a taboo that's what I think yeah agree I think that's really interesting and you kind of add on to what Belia said and, um what about Chakanksha what do you think about it yeah I actually agree with the ladies and I think according to me men need to be more educated on this topic um so they can make their wife or partner or mother or sister's experience more comfortable um and in my opinion like whatsoever role they play in in a woman's life if they can be supportive yeah. or be there for them or can be more understanding it can definitely make our experience better okay okay so all the three of you agree on the education part and it kind of came a lot during the conversation the fact that men and women have to be more educated about it and i totally agree with you guys and that's why uh, we are here today to discuss it so that people hear more about how it really goes and how women um, actually feel about their menstruation um so i'm going to jump on the next question um and just ask you um if you've ever lived a embarrassing experience related to your menstruation 
one day I was at work and my cycle was out of work and I bled at work and I didn't realize it until my boss told me and that was very embarrassing like that it come from my boss I don't know I, I don't want to say something wrong but I feel like most of women have experienced that like when you are you bled out like accidentally in public even when you knew that you were having your menstruation you know sometimes the uh, products are not perfect perfect and that can be really embarrassing and i think it's like how the person maybe who told who told you handled it he was very kind because he just uh, he wrote me a message on team mm-hmm. and uh, i i just say okay okay and i ran <laughs> to the toilet Oh, he was very nice honestly oh okay that's nice I, and I... he he also asked me at this time if i want him to buy uh the the protection for me mm-hmm. and uh i think i that i responded something like yes that's nice I really appreciate that you kind of had that experience with him. Uh, consider he is a man and you know we were talking about how men can handle the situation and just to say that it actually exists like it's not that we were saying that all men and boys can't handle menstruation. Um so I'm going to ask you ladies one last question. If you could change anything related to your parents, what would it be? So in general, if you had to change like something about it, what would that be? Yeah um I would love to change the cramps <laughs> the pain and of course the stigma around periods um yeah if i can change like if i had a magic wand and i could be like okay so in in our next periods you are not going to get the cramps that would be awesome <laughs> okay okay i think that kind of goes back to what we were saying earlier too okay cool um what about you Celia if you could change anything what would that be it would be to find a sustainable solution that doesn't impact our physical and financial health because <laughs> i think like um uh menstruation protection there mm-hmm. are so much discussion about it like it affects our health totally agree with that i totally agree with that and i'm truly really proud when i see some schools or places where they give out free pads or free menstruation products so i think that's really like an awesome point what about you belia what uh, would you like to change about your periods in general for sure i would change my cramps like i would die i'm kidding but i would die if i just didn't have cramps because uh in my daily basis it handicaps me a lot like for instance when i am at work may, there is there are sometimes where like i'm i'm trying to you know work and mm-hmm. my cramps get so bad that uh i have to get up i have to get out of my post to just like go somewhere and just try to breathe try to relax and use drugs and i don't want to get um addicts on it because you know drugs is not good for our health but mm-hmm. at the time that i am now i just need drugs to to get to pass it because without it i'm like how can I, how i'm going to do and also for people that are working for women i would like for politicians to like let us get some you know that it can be a, ju- a justification to just not go to work you know and not be um punished or just say because there's some 
uh, employers that say that it's not enough to work, to just not be at work. Like, honestly, that is a really good point. And I've read a lot on social media about that. Um, the fact that women should have, you know, sick days or leave, leave for like during the periods, especially when they are really affected by it. So I think that's a really, really good point. Um, so thank you so much, ladies. I really appreciated you guys, uh, you ladies sharing um, your experiences with me today. And I hope also the listeners appreciate it. Um, so this is the end of our episode. Um, so this was episode one, first times of this podcast, That Girl You Know. Once again, my name is Delali. And thank you. Thank you so much for listening to That Girl You Know. Bye. Bye. Bye.